Five years ago, I was coaching some kids in a hockey league. That season ends with an elimination round. If you win, you get to play again. If you lose, you're out. Our team was in fifth place. So there I was trying to figure out what I was going to say to motivate these seven and eight-year-olds. And there was my moment. Went running into the change room to talk to the kids. I said, listen, you guys. Well, I rolled up the rim and look what it says. It says, please play again. And the kids are all like, what? No way, no way. My son gets up, grabs the cup from my hand. It's true, it really says that. What? That's what it says. You want to play again? Yeah. You want to play again? Yeah. So they went out and played the best seven and eight-year-old hockey I've ever seen in my life. They win the first game, they win the semifinal game, and they even win the championship game. can learn English and you are listening to the can learn English podcast. This is the number one podcast to help you learn English for Canada. So zip up your parka, put on that toque and get ready to learn English for the great white north. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Can Learn English Academy. This is my online English classroom where I teach students all over the world, English for Canada. If you are interested in becoming one of my students, all you need to do is go to canlearnenglishacademy.com. My goal with this podcast is to help you become an advanced English speaker. So if you would like to get the transcripts for this podcast so you can read along with me while I'm speaking, it costs less than the price of a coffee and a donut a month. It's an amazing deal. All you need to do is go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com. So guys, again, how is it going? I hope you're all having an amazing week. As I'm recording this episode, I am preparing for my vacation in Brazil. Okay, so we're going next week for about three weeks, and I could not be more excited. As some of you might know, I used to live in Brazil in Sao Paulo for about a year and a half. So for me, it's kind of like a mini homecoming of sorts. I'm also really excited to brush up on my Portuguese skills. I haven't had a whole lot of exposure to Portuguese since I moved. So that's going to be so much fun. It'll be really interesting to see how much I can understand. Uh, I always find that my listening skills are way, way better than my speaking skills. I tend to get super shy when I'm having to speak Portuguese. But anyways, I'm really excited. We've got some really great stuff planned. We're going to Sao Paulo. We're going to Rio de Janeiro. We'll be near Ajail do Cabo, Buzios, everything. So it's actually my birthday in the month of February, and I will celebrate it on the beach in Brazil so excited. I'm really blessed to be able to go on this trip. So really, really looking forward to it. So we'd like to start off our podcast here with a joke, a kind of usually pretty cheesy joke. I think this one's also cheesy, but uh, our theme is coffee. So we've got a coffee joke for you today. 
So a customer walks into a coffee shop and the barista says, how do you take your coffee? And the customer says, very seriously. <laughs> okay, so do you do you take your coffee very seriously? This joke is not lost on me. I take my coffee very seriously. I am a big, big coffee lover. So I drink usually three coffees a day. Uh, I use an espresso machine. I put a little bit of milk in and I am serious about my coffee. So the, the commercial that you heard there was a commercial for Tim Hortons. And as many of you may know, this is our famous coffee shop in Canada. And you heard the phrase, roll up the rim. Okay, or you might have heard them try and say it like, roll up the rim, you know, what is that? That sentence makes sense to Canadians, it does. If you walked up to any Canadian and said, what is roll up the rim? They would tell you. And I think if you are not familiar with Canada, you would, you're probably thinking like, what are these people going on about? But for it to make sense, I'm going to give you a little background. If you are, you know, if you've been to Canada, then you're probably familiar with Tim Hortons. But I'll explain it for any listeners who haven't yet had the opportunity to go to Canada. Canadians love coffee, first off, okay? We love coffee and donuts. In fact, Canadians eat more donuts than any other citizens in any other country. And we're the third highest consumers of coffee. So I didn't realize this. I thought that maybe the Italians, the Brazilians, maybe some other Europeans would be big, big coffee consumers, but Canadians, we're, we're right there in the top. And so it does make sense that our national treasure is this coffee shop called Tim Hortons. And if you thought that this story couldn't, you know, be more Canadian, it was actually founded by a Canadian hockey player. And his name was Tim Horton. And it is a wildly successful coffee shop in Canada. There are over 4,600 Tim Hortons restaurants in Canada. So that's about one for every 7,500 Canadians. And there is a Tim Hortons in every province and territory. And there's also many international locations. So it is a great success. So our sentence, roll up the rim, ties in to Tim Hortons. It's a slogan from Tim Hortons, okay? So let's define our words. Roll, we know this one. This is the movement with something turns on itself. So balls will roll, uh, things are roll, right? Down a hill. And a rim is the side... It's the edge of something. So a coffee cup, for instance, will have a rim at the top. And when, you know when, it's when you like receive a prize. So roll up the rim is a slogan for a special time of year, okay? And it's a special contest that's run by Tim Hortons where you can win anything from a free donut, you know, a gift card for $100, even a new car, by literally rolling up the rim of your coffee cup with your teeth. So you roll it up when you're done to reveal if you've won. And so when you see the slogan, it's written with three R's. So like R-R-R-O-L-E. And the idea is, is you're supposed to say it by rolling your R's. And we don't really have rolling R's in English. So when we all try and do it, it sounds pretty funny. Like roll up the rim to win. Like, uh... I'm not so good at it, but it's wildly, wildly successful. So the contest started in the 80s, and it's considered marketing genius. It's one of the most enduring and widely recognized 
or, or shall I say, enduring and widely recognized <laughs> promotions in Canadian marketing history. So you see what I did there? I tried to roll my R's. I wasn't so good at it, but I tried. Uh, and this this contest has the power to turn like non-coffee drinkers into sudden Tim Hortons addicts. We love it. So let me tell you how we use this roll up the rim expression in sentences. So you might say to your friend, hey, did you see it's roll up the rim time again at Tim Hortons? Or you could say, ah, oh, man, another play again. I'm never lucky during roll up the rim. I've been drinking like 10 coffees a day. I really want to win a car from roll up the rim. Okay, so we use it like it's an event. And it is a serious event. So let's do a listen and repeat. If you're able to do so, I'd like you to repeat after me. Roll. Roll up. Roll up the roll up the rim, roll up the rim too, roll up the rim to win. Now I did get into a little bit of history of Tim Hortons with you, uh, to, you know, to kind of give you a little bit of a backstory, but I'm going to expand on that now because it's pretty interesting. The first store was in Hamilton, Ontario, and it was called Tim Hortons Donuts. And this had the possessive apostrophe. But then it was changed to Tim Hortons without the possessive apostrophe. So when you see this, you might think it seems a little bit strange, right? But it actually ties into some historical events and some Canadian culture within the French-speaking province of Quebec. So in 1977, these were some tense years, and there was, you know, sometimes violent demonstrations from this powerful pro-French government, and they passed a bill that deemed French as the sole language in Quebec. So then it became illegal for companies to advertise in English. And since this possessive apostrophe is exclusively English, it's an exclusive English punctuation mark. The name was changed to Tim Hortons without an apostrophe. Now, I told you a little bit about the founder, a hockey player named Tim Horton. He found this with a business partner who was a cop named Ron Joyce. And something very tragic happened. Tim Horton actually died uh, in a car accident just 10 years into his business venture. And then the, his business partner, uh, Ron Joyce, he bought the rest of the, com the company from the original like Tim Horton family for just $1 million. And then he went on to aggressively expand the chain across Canada and the United States. So now, actually, it's a Brazilian company that uh, actually owns Tim Hortons now, and it's a huge, huge, huge company. But it still is an important part of Canadian culture. When you think about Tim Hortons, like you immediately think about Canada and many Canadians feel like a personal connection to the restaurant. And I can identify this for me personally. Tim Hortons has played a role in nearly every phase of my life. When I was a child, I would go with my grandfather and my sister. And I still remember that I would get the chocolate dip donut and she would have a sprinkle one. Like I, I still remember times going with my grandfather to Tim Hortons. And then in college, 
you know, you'd always make sure that you got to class or you got to the school early enough so you could line up in the Tim Hortons. And it would be a big lineup. Like there's there's a Tim Hortons on every every college and university campus in, in Canada for sure. And I would always get a bagel and a hot drink, especially during the winter. Um, and now that I'm not living in Canada, I go to Tim Hortons every time I'm back. I mean, sometimes I even stop on the way home from the airport. So it, it is important to Canadians and it's, it's really important in hockey culture as well. Being founded by a Toronto Maple Leafs player, it makes sense. So for its 50th anniversary, Tim Hortons created these commercials, which featured these famous Canadian hockey players, the likes of, you know, Sidney Crosby, working and serving customers at the drive-thru. So can you imagine if you were just, you know, going, it's, it's kind of like the equivalent um, of someone like, uh, I guess it's it wasn't Rain Gretzky, but it would be like uh, Neymar, for example. It would be like if you were going to, I don't know, a Bob's in Brazil and Neymar was there serving you. So this is what it was like. I couldn't imagine, like, I, I don't, wouldn't even know what to say. And like, this is so important in our culture that there's a, there's a museum in Hamilton that showcases Tim Horton's memorabilia. And there are several books that have been written on the influence that Tim Horton's has on Canadian culture. It's crazy. And there are several words that have made their way into Canadian vocabulary, all thanks to Tim Hortons. So we refer to the store as Timmy's. So you might ask someone if they want anything from Timmy's. And in 2004, we actually added the term double-double into the Canadian Oxford Dictionary. So a double-double is a name for a coffee with two creams and two sugars. So double cream, double sugar, double-double. And it's pretty common for Canadians to drink cream with their coffee. I know this now because I've spent quite a few years living abroad. It's not really as common in other parts of the world to drink cream with your coffee. I hope that you guys enjoyed this lesson and that you're a little more wiser about a very, very, very important part of Canadian culture. I love teaching this kind of stuff to you guys. If you would like these lesson notes, if you want to read along with me, don't forget to go to Can Learn English podcast. Dot com to get the lesson notes for less than what it would cost you to go to Tim Hortons and buy a coffee and a donut. And that's for a month. So you get like the month's worth of transcripts for less than a coffee and a donut. Until next time, have an amazing week. We'll talk to you later.